What's up, what's up? This is Dennis on another episode of Self to Society. It's episode 51, as a matter of fact, and what better thing to do on episode 51 than have an episode called You're in Your Head, because that's kind of the whole purpose of this thing, is to recognize or realize that what what we are or who we have, like who we are and what we have inside of us, uh, that there's value and worth in getting it. The oven's ready. (laughs) Uh, That there's worth and value in what is in our head and getting it out and who we are as people and um, the weird idiosyncrasies that uh, define us and differentiate us from one another. Uh, I know for me and what's up? Everybody, uh, I know for me, the the hardest thing about being in my own head is realizing that nobody else has any fucking clue what I'm thinking. The reason that that sucks so bad is because we're almost conditioned uh, with how much comparison happens in our world. We're conditioned to look at other people and think that they have it figured out. Uh, this is, uh, I touched on this a little bit in the last episode, but just the idea that we're always looking one level above us and saying, man, I wish I were there. I wish I were there. I wish I were there. Whether that's our mental health, emotional stability, the paycheck we earn, the job we have, the skills we're working at, um, friend groups, status, whatever the fuck it is that you're looking one level up for, when you're looking a level up, what, what we're naturally doing, and I, I do think that in the culture and world that we live in, that it's natural, but we're automatically comparing ourselves to everything above us, quote unquote, above us, above. Um, and I say it that way because it's not necessarily above. Sometimes it's parallel or lateral or next to, but it feels like we're looking uh, at a higher level than ourselves for the things that we want or aspire to or desire. So when, when we're stuck in our head, uh, and especially for some of us who have not had a very supportive community of people who saying, uh, I trust and believe in you, get it out. I want to hear it. I value who you are as a human. And even though I've had some of that, I still am fucking caught up in just like, man, if fucking people knew what was going on in my head, they would think I was Looney Tune. And uh, maybe my brain is a little bit different and maybe it's all the same. I don't really know. But there are there are times in my life where my brain operates at a fucking capacity that doesn't make sense to me only because people tell me that their brain doesn't work that way. <laughs> so whether that's uh, being super analytical or really truly thinking through uh, 47 scenarios in the matter of six seconds or my ability to turn on my phone and a microphone and record a podcast episode out of thin air. Like, I don't know how these are going to go before I start them. And even today, all I had was the title and I'm making this shit up as I go, like allowing myself to have an internal dialogue as well as Uh, obtain experiences that I've had and observations that I have and put them into some cognitive rational thought so that you as people who are willing to listen and watch have something to think about or to think through. So 
in, I'm going to take a step back. Uh, when we're in our own head, when we're, when we're stuck inside of ourself and we're wondering why it is that we, that I am the one who's too emotional, too crazy, too uh, much, too whatever it is. We're, we always are going to think that we are the ones who are more of the negative stuff than anybody else. That's just how our brains are sort of programmed and wired to run in 2019 with all of the distractions and comparisons that we have. And the, the sad but real truth is for the first time ever in human history, we have access to things that are in other people's brains. <laughs> we actually have access to a world of humans who we can look at and say, man, I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one who struggles with chronic anxiety. I'm not the only one who struggles with crippling depression. I'm not the only one who struggles with comparison times a thousand. I'm not the only person who uh, needs to learn how to be a better listener. I'm not the only person who enter in the thing that you are the meanest to yourself about. And so when we're when we're objectifying ourselves, and when we're mean in some way to ourselves about who we experience in here and how, how we think that it's so much different than everybody else out there, what, what we're doing is twofold. One, we're giving everybody else way too much fucking credit and we're taking away or we're being so self-deprecating for no reason. We don't really have any data to show other than people's stories that any of us are that different in terms of how we think, how we process information. Um, the one thing that I think, or the couple things that I think would challenge what I just said, even are our experiences and how we learn to cope. Um, and some of the natural traits that we walk into, um, the way that we cope is really interesting. Coping. I should probably do an episode on coping mechanisms. Sounds like fun. But the way that we cope is uh, really fascinating to me. I chose to cope by opening up and rebelling. Um, when my dad told me that I shouldn't, you know, be a musician, I fucking went full balls at it. And that's all I wanted to do. And during different points in my life, when people have said, oh, no, you shouldn't. You can't be a pastor. You don't have a theology degree. I was like, fuck you guys. I'm going to go do that. Um, and so there's a part of me that my coping to how people tried to make me feel is in saying, fuck you, I'm going to go do it. And it's in rebelling and it's in being louder than I was the last time or more abrasive than I was or more vocal about something than I was before. And for other people, it's the opposite where they uh, can try to shift and mold and change to become what the people are telling them to be submissive, silent, uh, what are some things? Um, just blue collar, hardworking, don't be a dreamer. You know, uh, the, some of the negative things that people tell us to do or not do. Uh, most of us, I think respond in one of two extremes. We either start to conform to that idea or we say, fuck you, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it 10 times bigger than what you're telling me not to do. And there's always gray area in between. That's not a black and white thing. There's for sure this like, maybe really aggressive gray area between those two. Because uh, for different experiences, uh, mostly I respond the same way, but there are also some experiences where I've learned 
Uh, oh, I can actually tell you one. I'll tell you one. How about this for some fucking vulnerability? Because that's what I tell you guys I'll give. <laughs> um, in this current juncture of my life, uh, I'm seeking new employment. So I'm looking at uh, different roles that I think I can really benefit organizations with how I think, uh, the, the process of my brain, how I am able to think critically, creatively, strategically, and what I could do for companies. I also have some ideas in my head of ways that uh, I can put myself into the world as more of a thought leader or influencer in certain ways. Uh, I have started... I can't tell you dozens of businesses, nonprofits, ventures, side hustles, uh, podcasts, clothing lines. Like the amount of things that I've started is fucking kind of bananas, to be honest. What it's done though at 36 at this point in my life is I'm an expert starter. I can start nearly any venture because the processes are all the same. You need the same 10 things to launch almost any project. And so one of the things that I'm building uh, is an opportunity for me to teach other people or, or give them the guidance and advice on how to start and to start well and efficiently and effectively. And I have, uh, I created business, created a uh, brand for it. I have the time slots for how I would run, you know, like a, an event around it. Um, I've got so much of it planned out and I am scared to fucking death that there are people in the world who would see my ad or see the, the, uh, public facing marketing material for this event and have something negative to say about me about how many times I've started things. So this is one place where I am, I've in, at this particular moment in my life, not standing up going, fuck you, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it big and I'm going to do it twice as big as you think I can. I'm actually shrinking a little bit and I don't like that I'm doing that. And I sure as fuck don't like that. I'm telling you about it. <laughs> um, so I'm shrinking a little bit. Um, because a because enough times in my adult life, I've had people poke at this one piece of me. Uh, and that one piece of me is that I'm not the guy to take it from step 10 to step 100. I am the guy to take it from step zero to step 10. I can take any person, business, venture from zero to 10. I can get you all the way launched. And then from there, you got to find other people. And that has been picked on about me and there's, you know, thought leaders who say that there's no value in the idea and there's no value in being, you know, just a, an idea guy or a visionary. And without the idea, there ain't nothing to start with. Anyway, that's a different rant. What I'm telling you is that there is a part of me that uh, I get stuck in my own head and I am about this thing um, to where I've been stagnant on it for five or six days. And I had set a date. I have a venue. Like I have all of the things necessary to pull the trigger and I'm just being a little bitch to myself about it, staying stuck in my head about what other people have said or how they've said it or what even what I think the perception of me is in the world. How many of you can relate to that statement is sometimes it's not even what people are actually saying or doing to you. It's what you are afraid the perception is going to be if, right? Take that in for a second. How many of us, I know that I've done it. I'm telling you that I've done it. Um, 
have not even had any facts, but you have decisions to make. And instead of making the decision that burns in your heart or your mind or your soul, you think, well, what is the perception of me going to be if I do this? And that thought alone, which has nothing to do with any other human really, it's us creating a narrative about how worthless we are, how unworthy, how undeserving, how shitty, how any negative thing. And we attach those words that we're telling ourselves to other people who have faces. Because if, if they have faces and potentially names and you know, places in our life, then it, will, it, it has a stronger impact on us as opposed to it just being thought in our head. So that's another thing I'm admitting I do. I take what other people might think of me or perceive of me, I attach it to people I know, and then it becomes way fucking harder for me. All right. How in the fuck do we get out of it? It's a great question. I don't really know, to be honest with you. Um, I've been doing an ass load of positive self-talk and uh, affirming. And affirming myself, I've been doing a lot of positive self-talk and trying to affirm the things that I believe are true about me. Uh, I'm not one into like positive affirmations uh, in a way uh, about things that aren't true already about me. So some of the things that I say, I've said this before on a couple episodes, Dennis Allen Gable Jr., I love you, which is kind of where I start. Uh, You're more than enough. You're not too much. And that's kind of my foundational place where I need to believe that, A, I'm worth loving myself. B, I'm more than enough. Uh, I'm not lacking in any one major area to be a part of people's lives and that I'm not too, too much. And I know that I'm too much for some people and those people aren't in my life and that's okay. Generally, I, I really do need to believe that I'm more than enough and not too much at the same time, which is a weird gray area of acceptance that I want to feel. Uh, I also long to be affirmed. I long to be um, told that I'm doing great. Uh, Affirmations kind of fall in all sense of the verbal experience, uh, whether it be compliments or affirmations or whatever. Like As much as I've tried to talk myself out of needing them, and there's an episode on that, I still, there's still some foundational piece of me that needs a little something. I don't need as much as I used to, but I need a little something. And then I go into things that are just true about me. Um, so for me, I say, uh, you are a wonderfully deep thinker. Uh, your ability to show up and love people is great. You are uh, thoughtful and intentional. You are um, a critical and strategic creative, and there's a lot of value there. And I attach positive words to some of those things that I'm saying. Um, for you, it may not be about being a critical thinker. It may simply be saying, uh, I am compassionate and I am present with people who I love and I am diligent at work and I, you know, am a uh, patient and kind hearted person, even to strangers, right? Like whatever those words are to you that are true about you, uh, getting to a place to say them to yourself will be very helpful. And it's work that I've been doing. What I notice, though, is even in all of that that I'm doing, 
I still, my brain fucking swirls all of the goddamn time about what I'm doing right, what I'm doing wrong. Am I doing too much? Am I saying too much? Am I not listening enough? Am I, uh, you know, being too irresponsible? Am I being too diligent? I don't even know if that's a thing. Uh, you know, uh, and then I look at other situations and I analyze the fuck out of them and my mind goes kind of full blast all the time. And so to be stuck in my own head sometimes feels like the most detrimental place to be. And what I believe is that I'm not alone in that feeling. Um, I believe that I'm not alone in that feeling because of how many places we try to run and hide and escape. And what I want to do by the end of this episode, so in the next three minutes, is really validate who you are, the decisions that you make, uh, the foundational place that you hold life, and the worthiness and deserving value that you need to give yourself. Uh, And I say that because I know that uh, mostly, like, shitty narcissistic people aren't watching or listening to this podcast. Mostly the audience that I have are are thoughtful people uh, who are concerned about their mental health and their emotional health and how they interact with themselves and other humans. And so that's why I'm willing to make a statement that's very broad and bold that I believe that if you're listening and watching, you have a a pursuit in you to be a better version of yourself. And what better way to do that than to allow yourself to believe exactly who you are. Uh, And this is a major step of self-love. It's a major step of overcoming uh, all of the fucking pain and bullshit that you've had to deal with. Because I assure you that every step of the way, every process, you have the opportunity to be triggered negatively. I can tell you that that's true for me. I just assume that it's true for most of us that we have the ability to be triggered negatively almost every day, almost at every turn. And so if we are uh, being honest and diligent with our own self and what is happening in our head and we're willing to give ourselves that grace, then what we're doing is we're working all this out instead of hopefully, and this is the, this is the pursuit that I'm on and I hope that uh, you guys will you know continue to join me in this, is that as I'm working this out, I, I am a little bit less willing to compare myself to other people in the same vein. Uh, I'm less willing to spend hours on Instagram looking at dudes that I think are more attractive than me and saying, God, if I only look like that, whatever the fuck that may be. And finding the value and worth in who I am, in uh, you know how my body was shaped from fucking birth, uh, the amount of goddamn hair I have and, you know, really allowing who I am and and the parts of me that can't change to, to be valued by myself. Um, it also would allow me to, to stop being negative about people who have things that I want. Right. So when I'm looking a level up and I'm going, oh man, but fuck that guy. There's no reason for me to do that. And the closer that I get to self love, the less that I do that. When it comes to pain and hardship and and situations that are really difficult and challenging, when we're stuck in our own head, uh, one thing that we have the option to do, and most of us probably do it, is become wildly self-deprecating. The thing that helps me is calling almost anybody. 
Um, somebody who I know loves me, trusts me, will listen to me, will hear me. And whether they give me any advice or not, they know the core of who I am as a person, right? So in those moments of being like wildly self-deprecating, I would challenge you to try my process, which is think of one or two or three people who fall into this category of like, I know that if I call this person, they know me, they love me, they're going to hear me, and they may have something to say on this topic and just be willing to call them. And what I, and what I kind of do is I'll call and say, Hey, I got a vent. Do you have a minute? Yes. Um, what I try not to do is go, Hey, uh, so fucking the weather, huh? It's really windy outside. Okay. Um, because if we approach the conversation that way, the person doesn't know to ask, if there's something we have on our heart that we need to say. So just being direct, right? Hey, uh, I need a minute. Do you have a minute? Um, so that's one place that helps me really work through that, uh, what gets stuck in my head. Um, and the last thing that I'll say on, on being stuck is your, in your head is that you're normal. Everything that we feel and do as conscious, thoughtful humans, which again, I assume most of us are who show up here to this podcast and on Instagram. For those of us who show up here, we're thoughtful, foundationally intelligent humans who are trying to make the best out of ourselves and the world around us. There is so much fucking value in that as a baseline that just know that you're normal amongst people like you. There are also people way fucking worse, who are putting no thought into who they are, how to be better, um, how to be more considerate or kind or whatever. And so the, the real, the real important thing for me, as I finish this up is just saying, you aren't weird. You're not abnormal. Uh, you're not dumb, silly, stupid, you're not, uh, you're not a bitch. You're not an asshole. You may have made some shitty decisions in your life and that's okay because today we're here and we're here together and, and there is so much grace for the the narrative in your head. And I I hope that even if you get to the end of the episode and you're like, fuck, what was the first thing (laughs) that you would go back? Because what I've tried to do is create a progression through how we talk to ourselves, how we view ourselves and the shit that bounces around in our head and what we actually can do not only for ourselves, but maybe together uh, to remind ourselves that we do have value and worth and that we are deserving and that we, even in our most insane moments are pretty fucking normal. So take your normality. uh, And I'm going to go ahead and end the episode here. My friends, thank you for being with me again. Episode 51. We did it. We went a little long, but it's okay. I'll see you next week, or you'll hear from me next week. See ya!